This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Hello, hello. <clears throat> Welcome to our show. Capstones, we've got an incredible episode for you, as always, today. We're going to be talking to Dan Holmey, who is the host of Locked On Caps in our, I will say, competitor network, would you say, Polly? Yeah, you know, <clears throat> you know, we both come at you from different angles, but we're all here to talk about the same great team. Absolutely. It's a bit of diplomacy from the... I guess, podcast of the sports team that also represents diplomacy. But, you know, I don't know if that's always the case, right, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's pop some tabs and get Dan in here and let's, let's talk some caps. Let's talk about hockey, bro. Yeah. One, two, three. All right, Caps fans, as we've discussed, Dan Holmey joining the stream – Dan, what's going on, man? From Locked On Caps, correct? That is correct, gentlemen. How are we doing tonight? Oh, good, man. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome, awesome. All right. So, you know, when we were we did a guest spot on on your uh, on your show, which thank you, by the way, it was really right. good to be talking hockey. Yeah. So that'll be uh, airing uh, not this week, but next week. Uh, so that should be a good time. Always uh, good to talk to you guys. So it'll, it'll be a good episode for everyone to enjoy. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, you know, generally, like, we're we're much less, and, you know, with us going on your show, you got, you were very, like, regimented, wanted to, like, talk about certain things, very good leading the way. We're a little bit more freewheeling here. So, you know, we just want to, like, I don't know, tell us about Dan Holmley. We're going to play a little game. It's called Who's Your Daddy and What Does He Do? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody get well, that reference? I've done it a hundred times now at this point, right, Polly? Dan, yeah, do you understand that reference? Who's your daddy and what does he do? Uh, I don't. I'm sorry. Ah, okay. Kindergarten cop. It was Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger. Maybe damn. if I would have gotten the Austrian, like, <laughs> who is your daddy and what does he do? Uh, sorry, Austrians out there probably butchered that, but hmm. but uh, sorry, Dan. Continue. <laughs> continue, man. Tell us about yourself. So uh, I've been with uh, Locked On here uh, since March. Otherwise, before that, I had my own podcast on the Capitals called the Washington Capitals Minute Cast. I did that. Uh, that's how I got my start. But uh, just how I got into podcasting in general was that uh, kind of, you know, I've always been a fan of podcasting in general, whether it be political or sports uh, otherwise. And uh, I was watching my daughter and on Facebook, there was a thing that said, Spreaker, start your own podcast for free. And uh, the very first podcast I started was on the Washington Nationals, um, and I just kind of did it. And I'm like, well, 20 people listen to it. Well, 35 people listen to that. And then uh, the next podcast I started was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm a huge Bucks fan, and uh, okay. I did that. And, and the NFL it has a bigger audience, or there's a bigger interest. Um, so I put that out, and without in a month, I was getting like up to 200 downloads per episode, which is you know not too bad considering it was totally done DIY. Um, and then of course I've always been a longtime caps fan. I did the Washington capitals minute cast. 
I did that for about six months, and then I uh, was briefly on the Hockey Podcast Network there, and then um, I was contacted by uh, Locked On with a really great opportunity there, and uh, yeah, the rest is history, I guess. Oh shit! You were on the Hockey Podcast Network. I mean, this is this is terrible that we didn't even know of our own networks, like the news and things. Polly, did you know this? Um, I'm I'm not a really good uh, <laughs> keeper of up to date. Yeah, I mean, it was it was for a brief period. I want to say that uh, I was with uh, the Hockey Podcast Network for I, I want to say like two two months or so. Okay. Well, who were you covering? It was it was the Washington Capitals, and I also had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, yeah, so it was the Nationals, Capitals, and Buccaneers. Okay, and, uh, it was the it was the off season for baseball, so I think I only did one or two podcasts. I did um, oh geez, I would say five or six for the Hockey Podcast Network for um, the Capitals, and then I did about the same amount for the Buccaneers over on the, well, actually the pigskin podcast network is what that was on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, a great network. Um, I enjoyed working for, for uh, the hockey podcast network, a great company and uh, just a, a unique opportunity that uh, I never thought would come by. You know, I was just uh, doing my nine to five job uh, doing sure. a delivery. And uh, as a matter of fact, I was, you know, uh, t- truth be told, most of the podcasts that I have done, you know, before I got joined with Locked On, is I was doing them on my Google Pixel tel- cell phone. Um, Ooh, okay. <laughs> I recorded it with a BandLab app, and I would just edit it together and put it on Spreaker, and then of course it would shoot it out to uh, iTunes and what have you. And uh, I was actually pulled over on the side of the road editing it. You know, I probably shouldn't have been, but um, <laughs> on work time and everything. And uh, all of a sudden, I got this uh, message on on Twitter saying, "Hey, you know, there's this opening on Locked On. Would you be interested in joining?" And I'm like, "Well, hell yeah, why not, right?" So uh, yeah, that's my start into podcasting. I've uh, been doing it uh, probably since early last last summer. So awesome, dude! That's that's definitely more of a meteoric rise than than we came up through for sure. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Yeah, we got. We got we got DM two by uh by Ish and Dylan. Shout out Hockey Podcast Network creators, fucking real good dudes. And um yeah, they're just like, hey, uh at that point it was the Hockey Troll Podcast. So we were uh we were just kinda shooting things out. It's weird how things connect though, right? When you're when you're podcasting and just putting things content out on the internet. It's weird that people even listen to it first of all (laughs) well i mean the thing of it is and you know i didn't at first of it i was kind of ashamed that i was doing it to be honest with you i'm like i'm one of these douches that 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 has his own (laughs) podcast right so when i first started doing it i did it in the free form i wasn't even getting paid for like the first four months i did it you know and then you can get that little incremental money that spreaker pays you you know it's like 20 cents for every 100 downloads it's really nothing to be honest with you (laughs) and uh you know, I mean, I didn't mention to anyone. I didn't mention it to my wife or anything because, you know, I was, to be honest, you know, like a, I would say, like a little ashamed to be, you know, one of these douches that's that has his own podcast. Um, but then, you know, like I, I saw some success, and I saw success with the um, with the Buccaneers podcast first, where I was content. You know, it's a boring story. Later, I've been affiliated with some different uh, Tampa Bay area. Um, websites and that kind of thing but uh yeah then i'm locked on it's five nights a week so i don't really have a lot of time to uh do those other podcasts too much 
Yeah, no, that's a grind, and I, we definitely appreciate you taking the time to, you know, come on and bless us with your presence, for sure. Yeah, you guys got a great podcast. I've, uh, I listened to it when I was on the Hockey Podcast Network, I think is how I became familiar with it. Just uh, kind of saw the roster of who's on there. I, uh, there's one other guy that has a Capitals podcast. I forget what his name is. Yeah, Bob. Um, but yeah, he and he does those live ones I've seen. So, yeah, I mean, it's a great network that you guys work for there. And uh, things are growing over there as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So he, re- he really took the piss out of us there, Paulie, with, with us trying to tout the old uh, hockey podcast network here, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're... Uh... We're really backpedaling right now, I'd say. <laughs> uh, but so, uh, so locked on. It's it's just it, it's like the THPN, right? Where you have a show for every team. Yeah, it's your team every day. So it shows five days a week year round. So it can get to be a little bit challenging in the off season here. It's a lot of doing player reviews. Um, and just, you know, getting some different interviews. I had some bigger interviews with like the hockey writers with you guys, with, uh, Andrew Gillis from NBC sports. Washington. Oh, he, did you see that? He, he totally was like with you guys. We had some bigger interviews yeah. with you guys. <laughs> Very nice, Dan. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Feels good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I was glad to have you guys on the show for sure. Um, like I said, you guys have been doing this, uh, at least, uh, I want to say two, two years or season two. Isn't that what I saw on your, uh, podcast player there yeah we're we're on season three right now we're about to wrap it up yeah so Um, yeah i mean you guys are the ogs of this whole situation here so oh my god he's a flatterer he's a flatterer all right all right right, keep it coming yeah keep yeah we love it turn it up you know like temp i could take like 10 to 20 percent more but you know just you know just that's just a a personal note but you know dan so tell me what what made you a caps fan well, I mean, I've been a, a fan for uh, the Capitals fan, to be honest with you, since probably uh, 20, 2011 or so. And, uh, you know, it's kind of an odd story, to be honest with you. Um, so I became uh, I was aware I, I wasn't a hockey fan in general. Uh, right. It sounds like you. you have like a little bit more of a traditional sports background here. So, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm, I'm primarily a bigger baseball, baseball fan, hockey or a football fan. And not a, to be honest with you, I, I wasn't aware of the Capitals. I wasn't a fan of anything. Um, and I got hooked on this team on the TV show 24-7 Capitals Penguins Road to the Winter Classic. Oh, what a and, classic. Um, that is that is a classic Road to the Winter Classic. I mean, I think that was really the only one that was worth watching if you're, if you're going to recommend it. Well, the narrator made that show. I mean, he if did. you look back on it, there's so many great quotes. You know, a team is never as bad at its lowest point, never as great as, you know, just so many yeah. different, you know, cool things in there. And, you know, I just, I was on HBO. I, I was in a band at the time. I sat down and, and that was what was on TV. And I watched it. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, they were talking about all these larger than life personalities. And I wasn't, in, you know, intending on being a fan, of course. I just, I was intrigued by the storyline. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that year was Varlamov and Net and, you know, the struggles that the Capitals were going through. And then all of a sudden, Alex Ovechkin was on the screen and this larger than life personality. So that's kind of, you know, an odd story, to be honest with you, is that I watch the entire series and I'm like, huh, I should, I'm pretty interested in this. I want to watch a game. So the next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I have NHL center ice. Um, I'm from uh, Minnesota. I don't know if I told you guys that or not, but 
Okay. Um, so I, I would start. I started watching a couple of games, and it just went from there. And I started, you know, it kind of just grew. Some people are content being fans, you know, just watching sure. the games and that kind of thing. I then started my own like um, uh, online pages, Facebook pages, pages, and Twitter pages, and, and you know, just kind of like fan pages. And it kind of grew from there. And uh, you know, I followed them year after year after year after year, and then. You know, kind of the biggest thing for me, I know you guys are, I assume you're from the D.C. area. Is that correct? Well, actually, um, I'm I'm the only one that's really from the D.C. area. And Polly's from Wheeling, uh, who's actually outside. And we're in Penguins country right now. In, in oh, their okay. territory, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you look at a map, it's the, the little portion of West Virginia that pops up between Ohio and Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're... We we can get to downtown on no traffic in an hour. Downtown Pittsburgh. Yeah, and, well, cool. Uh, this is where uh, you know Paul Bissonette. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He had his had his. Uh, is that verb, the guy from like, Spit and Chicklets? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> is he yeah, the one he that played... just recently shaved his head too for some sort of bet? You know, <laughs> yeah. Male pattern baldness. Dude, Paulie, did you yeah, see another... that though? I mean, ridiculous. <laughs> well, he came on the TV, and my wife was like, "What is on his head?" I said, "That has to be." that's makeup he he did that's a wig shaved. and then i thought it, it was real yeah no i mean i think that he went to uh his online following and and put a wager like if uh if calgary doesn't move on to the finals he'll shave his head or something like that <laughs> and crazy if you ever look at the itunes charts his show is always number one always oh, yeah. spit and chicklets is always number one it's unreal and uh, I mean, I haven't listened to it yet. I'm a big fan of like uh, Jeff Merrick and uh, Elliot Friedman, 32 Thoughts. I mean, those guys are just a wealth of knowledge. But in any oh, case, yeah, yeah Spit and Chicklets, I, I, I have to check it out sometime. If it's number one, it's got to be number one for a reason, I assume. I think it's yeah. more like uh, they give like the, the player stories, you know, a little bit more of uh, boots on the ground versus the kind of management and what players are going where type aspect. I don't know, Polly, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, you know, seeing the game through players eyes instead of what we normally get through the sports writers eyes. You know, it, right. and it's, it's not as much coming from fans or, you know, it's coming from the guys on the ice and, you know, Paul Bissonette, he played his, his minor league hockey in wheeling for the nailers. Mm-hmm. And he, okay. he mentions every now and then, um, but yeah, it's it's a really good show to, to kind of hear what they think about what happened during the game, all the way to contracts and the escrow they have to pay. It's it, it's it's really cool to hear how they describe what we just see from the outside. Yeah, wow, well, we just gave like a whole minute ad for Spit and Chicklets right there. <laughs> they don't they don't they don't need our help. They're doing fine. No, exactly, exactly. Uh, but. You know, you know who else doesn't need our help, though, Polly. Yeah. DraftKings Sportsbook, though they are asking us to promote them a little bit. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just five dollars on any team to win to get one hundred dollars in free bets, no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot and even bigger payout. DraftKings safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. But we're back here with Dan Holmey from the Locked On Washington Capital Sports Sports Podcast. <clears throat> Dan, I do have to ask. I get you're a Caps fan, but like, have you been keeping up with the the playoffs thus far? I mean, I think this is the most an exciting time in sports. Honestly, you have uh, both the. I think obviously the 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 pinnacle is the NHL playoffs, and you have NBA playoffs, which is you know a huge gap down, and then you know baseball starting, football buzzes around. I mean, you've said that you're you're really into other sports, but have you been watching the actual NHL playoffs? I have. Uh, I've watched at least uh, parts of all the playoff games, and uh, got to be honest with you, since the Capitals. Um, are out of it i've kind of jumped on the bandwagon of you know you know kind of subconsciously you pick a team when you watch a series you're not like there's no real reason but uh, you know i'm picking a team for some reason so in any case i picked uh, edmonton i wanted edmonton to do better for some reason and uh, i I know polly you know from our previous conversation it's nothing personal and my opinion (laughs) on this really doesn't matter i mean i have no secret hocus pocus going on in my head here it's right. just you know i don't know for whatever reason but anyway i wanted neither. the oilers neither <laughs> the oilers to do better and uh, it doesn't really matter because it looks like the avalanche will eliminate the oilers in short order and uh taking a look at that new york series too i am very happy i know that there's a long history between new york and the, and the capitals but uh, I, Tampa does not need another Stanley Cup. I'm sorry, they don't. So in this case, I'm a Rangers fan. Uh, wow. Okay. I mean, do we? Do we honestly? Do we need another? Uh, uh, do we need another Tampa Stanley Cup? I really don't think so. But that's just me. You know, there's there's two things that could be a positive, in my opinion, for Tampa Bay winning three in a row. <clears throat> One is if they win three in a row, you know. It, it takes away some of Pittsburgh's back-to-back hype, I think. It does. Um, yeah, and then also I think, you know, we haven't seen a three-peat since the 80s, I believe. And, um, I mean, that was a four-peat with the, with the Oilers. So it'd be kind of cool to see. Um, you know, as, as an Avs fan, I wouldn't like it because that means that they aren't going to win it. But I can see some positives with Tampa. But then I also – I agree, you know – you like to see other teams win. You know, you don't want to see the same team keep winning. We, uh, <laughs> you know, unless NFL it's the Capitals. Got, yeah. Well, exactly. yeah, right. <laughs> NFL fans got plenty of that with New England over a twenty-year span. So, it is nice to see new guys raise the cup, and because these guys all have worked their ass off their entire lives, so it's nice to see other people rewarded. Yeah, for sure, man. So I will say this. And I was, we were talking about this on Monday, on our Monday episode. This will be airing by, by this Thursday, by the way. Um, but I would like to see New York has served, to me, New York has served their purpose. Okay. They've eliminated the Penguins. They have gone on to, you know, play Tampa Bay. It's awesome. I think 
that with this last, like Tampa Bay is, is, is the seasoned vets, right? They've been punched in the face before. They've been hit in the mouth a couple of times, more than once, I'm sure. Um, I would love to see Tampa Bay make it to the Stanley Cup. And then from there, it's just like, I'm, I'm releasing any predispositions because I think you're right, Dan. The Colorado Avalanche are going to advance to the Stanley Cup final. I think that we're finally going to see, you know, a true contender step up to the back to like to the to the heavyweight champ, right? I mean, I I think that this is if if Tampa Bay can make it out of New York, that's going to be a huge, just like an awesome series to watch, and it it that's how it should be, right? The two best teams, or you know, at least the team that did well enough to win two Stanley Cups back-to-back, going in through through a full season, making it again to the Stanley Cup Finals and play a seven-game series with the best from the West. Uh, I think that that's, a, that's an amazing matchup. So for me, I'm, I'm all about Tampa Bay <laughs> right now. It would be fun to watch for sure. Yeah. And, you know, who's going to it, – it, it just seems very ceremonial – into in in society right now right like let's just go for it let's have this the two quote-unquote best ish go 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 at it at least because i think that smart money from the beginning of the season was on colorado right yeah i mean it has been for a couple years um i saw a funny tweet a day or two ago and someone was like new york rangers are really about to just go how did they get this far all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals? Like, right. And they are they are very much overachieving right now, I think. They're a couple years ahead of this success, I think. I think I think Paulie's fandom might be might be taking a little bit over, but but Dan, I mean, what do you think? No, I mean, I could, if he's a fan of the Avalanche, man, I mean, I <laughs> I think that uh, he should be proud of his team. I mean, I'm I'm assuming the Capitals are your number one team, correct? And uh, and then your number two is the Avalanche. Is, is I'm guessing. I think it's one A, one B for Polly a little bit. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's an it's an intertwined history. Who's your Vanacek uh, and who's your Samsonov? I mean, let's let's. <laughs> they're uh, they're both they're both there. Well, right now right now it's the Avalanche because they're they're hot and winning and they're still someone to watch. Bit of a bandwagoner. Bit of a bandwagoner well, there. I mean, I don't know. I I I I've liked them both through a lot of tumultuous times fair enough fair enough all right well let's let's flex a little bit on on dan's brain here dan what do you think the the washington capitals going into next season are going to look like i mean let's let's talk a little caps here i i I, we we did the guest spot on your on your uh on your show and i'm thinking you know maybe a goalie and then i'm thinking top six guy but that's that's my my take. What are you thinking? I mean, I think they need to get that veteran netminder for sure. Um, I think that uh, it'll ultimately be Vanacek or Samsonov as the number two. Uh, I kind of been banging the drum all season for Fukali, and actually, it's funny. I put out a show, or I'm putting out a show on him next week, and he saw it and uh, he he liked it. And I'm like, well, dude, you should come on the show. Just as Hail Mary Pass, he's like, I'd love to. Yeah. So anyway, I might have have him come on the show. That'd be kind of cool, but. Uh, I digress here, but I think that uh, I think that yeah, Samson offer Vanacek, 
uh, will be the number two. And then that veteran netminder, that's the question on who it is. I've heard, uh, I was talking to a guy from the hockey writers and he was saying, who so? Yeah. And I thought, well, that's, that's an interesting idea. You know, everyone's saying Andre Fleury or Holpe. Uh, but I think that uh, they're going to have to pick up uh, some big name forward. I mean, I, I want to say veteran because a veteran, in, you know, that makes it sound like another older player and this team's trying to go younger. So I'm just saying, you know, they could be a younger player that has a little bit of experience, you know, not some snarled old veteran, but uh, someone that's got some speed because that's the biggest thing is that, you know, it seems like the Capitals fans are in love with this nucleus. You know, this is the team, you know, by and large, that took us to the 2018 Stanley Cup. And if, God damn it, if we got Braden Holtby back, we could realign the stars and win another one. <laughs> I just don't think that's the case. You can't no. catch lightning in a bottle twice. Um, but uh, I think that ultimately that the changes are brewing at some point. I don't think it's going to be a total blow up of the team just because there's been certain promises made to Alex Ovechkin that he can play on a competitive team. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if I turned it on on the TV or the on, my, on the computer on my phone and I heard that they moved on from like a TG Oshie, something big or, you know, next month in July, you know, on the free agency deadline. I, I don't know. I, I could just see some big moves coming here or there just because they want to do something, you know, because if we go into the same lineup next year with this same lineup, I don't know, man, I, I'm having a hard time feeling optimistic about that. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking like maybe like a John Carlson or Nick Backstrom. I think there's a lot of hate right now, unfortunately, for Nick Backstrom, which is to uh, me as a fan criminal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it's scary with that hip injury with him too, you know. So then you you hear you know all the talking heads. I guess myself, I can put in there as well as Johnny Goudreau. Uh, I've heard his name. I've heard Nazem Kadri coming coming to the Capitals. You know, at, at this time of the year, you know, I've listened to the different beat writer Sammy Silver from uh, Washington Hockey. Now she did that big piece on Nazem Kadri coming to the uh, to the Capitals. But I don't know. I mean, I think that the Capitals serve as good a chance as anyone to pick up these big name players. I mean, why not? They're a perennial winner. They don't always make it past the first round, but uh, they generally speaking, make it to the playoffs. Right. I mean, you're in, yeah. once you get in Polly, you're, you're a big proponent of this. Once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen, right? Absolutely. And, you know, I think, uh, well, I mean, you know, the, the LA Kings, I think it's 2014 they won being the, the number eight seed. I believe they were the, the they were lower than the eight seed, like less points than the Eastern eight seed as well. So, uh, you know, I, I think some moves could be very possible in the off season because we're going to have some cap space available with Backstrom and uh, Tom Wilson in their rehab for quite a while. I mean, we don't know how long Backstrom will be out if he comes back, but we've pretty much got a guarantee that Tom's not going to come back before Christmas. So that could be an opportunity to, to sign someone. And then they've got, five or six months to figure out how to make it work once Tom comes back healthy. So, you know, something like Caudry or Johnny Goudreau, I don't think is really out of the question because that's been the Caps issue recently is cap space and they're going to have some now. Yeah, I think that if we're going to like sell the farm for something big though, I think it's a center. Um, I think that, I think that if, you know, I think the the Penguins have, beat us downtrodden for long enough to understand that strength down the middle is, is going to be a huge thing. Even if you have a guy in the stocks, uh, you know, wherever maybe he can place in it wing or whatever. Uh, 
I think that if you go after a center, he has much more versatility and, and usefulness on the team. So I think that maybe if we do sell the farm, like, so if you get rid of Backstrom, let's say, you would have to bring in a top-notch center, right? I mean, am I, or am I alone in that thinking? I mean, I think definitely so, but, uh, you know, there's possi- there's uh, guys on the Capitals, t- too. I think that, uh, you know, McMichael has uh, the option of playing center as well. So, I mean, I think that they might try to just to see what they have in house first. I don't know. It just seems for some reason that they're trying to be extremely cheap uh, recently. They don't want to. I'm surprised that they didn't go out and pick up that big name Netminder. So if they just stand pat and did nothing, too, I guess that wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I don't think Marc-Andre Fleury or, or Braden Holpe are, are the right options. I, I don't know if no. the – I don't think that in the – and we talked about this on your show. Like, I, I don't think that the net-minding uh, market was there. I mean, unless you have some gym tucked away and, and who's a prospect somewhere, which never happens, uh, especially in the goaltending position. I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. I just – I, I would love for yeah, and hey, maybe Ville Huso, and then they fight it out at camp. Like I'm a big thing about uh, goaltenders fighting it out at camp, and then in the first like 20 games, you're finding out who your netminder is. I'm okay with that, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're continuing to win. Uh, so, ugh, you know, much like a lot of the legacy metropolitan teams, I think that we're we're definitely struggling to find where where we can where we can fit in here for sure yeah and you know you saying they were cheap that uh you definitely can't argue with that because the washington capitals let stanley cup winning coach walk because they didn't want to pay him so well uh, that's definitely that yeah i mean i you're not going to get any argument from me on that Said Stanley yeah, Cup winning coach. Barry gets no is, love, does he? Yeah, just, uh... right. And we'll think about this. He's still he's on the free agency market right now. I mean, he's he's able to be picked up by anybody. So, do you think that that's a great point you bring up, Polly? Dan, do you think that uh, any coaching changes are in store for the Washington Capitals? I really don't. Um, you know, I thought you know for the longest time that if anyone's job was in jeopardy, it was Brian McClellan's. And uh, I've talked to, you know, in this offseason, quite a few different people on it. And they're like, no way, man, his job is safe. But me personally, my I wouldn't be surprised if, like I say, I turned on the TV or if I looked on my phone and looked on Twitter and I heard that Brian McClellan was let go. I wouldn't be surprised because, you know, we oftentimes hear about this win now mode, you know, the window's open, but it's closing all these cliches. Um, so so if that's true, you know, why why not do the big things that are going to help you win? You can't say that you're in win-now mode and then just kind of be, you know, what is that, a T-shirt that you're going to wear? You know, take that T-shirt and bring it to the rummage sale because I it doesn't mean anything, you know, if they're empty words. Uh, so I think that they do need to swing for the fences and, uh, and make some big moves because I don't want to be talking about this next season about another first-round exit. <laughs> and uh, that that's that's what's going to happen if they don't, you know, take that snow globe and shake it up a little bit because um, that's what they're headed for again. I don't see how you could have any different outcome because if you take a look at this team, if, say, they made it past the Panthers, they would have gone on and play the Lightning. Right. I think the Capitals would have taken a series against the Lightning. 
Mm. Not not this lightning. You know, of course, that my detractors would say, well, don't you remember 2018? Okay, right. this isn't the 2018. This is they don't have Orpic and Niskanen and Holtby and Grubauer, and it's a different team. I mean, it's somewhat the same, but it's 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 a lot different in a lot of different ways as well. I like their chances, but I, I think I have to agree here. Uh, and they would have put I, up a better fight. Yeah, I think that against the Tampa Bay team, they would have uh, you know we would been able to soften up a little bit more, but. In a seven-game series, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, here's here's the thing, though. I, I don't think that – I mean, you look at McClellan, okay? Got us a cup, went through one coaching change. You know, he, he's got some time, I think, here. I think that they'd fire another coach, and if they fired – if they went through firing another coach, they'd probably take the whole management team with them at that point. If they, if they were going to make that move, like if ownership was going to step in and Leonsis goes, hey, let's let's clear house, I think at that point maybe uh, McClellan's job would be in, in jeopardy. But right now, I, I can't – I think the onus is still on the players, right? I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, if Peter Laviolette lost his job, I would say that that's a bad move. Um, I, I, there's no time during the season that I thought he did something and I'm like, well, that was stupid. I mean, I think that he did the best with what he had. Uh, I mean, he's kind of in the similar situation with the Washington nationals. I mean, look at what Davey Martinez is doing. People are talking about, you know, uh, getting rid of him. I mean, take a look at the, the product that you have out on the field or the ice. You can only do with what you have, you know, he can't right. put on the skates or he can't put on the baseball glove and win the games for him. So uh, it's a tough spot for the coach. And, you know, you take a look at Barry Trotz, you know, I, I, the guy doesn't have any love anywhere. I mean, he, uh, it's a crazy story. I was talking with Gil Martin from Locked On Islanders, and he was talking about it. And he said the reason that the Islanders moved on from him is because he didn't like to utilize the youth and right. uh, the young players and that Lane Lambert I, uh, supposedly is more about the youth. So I don't know. I think that Barry uh, has his track record speaks for himself, but for whatever reason, he gets the cold shoulder all the time from the Capitals. And um, I mean, he laughed about that. Who did we got Lane Lambert? How well did that work? About as good as Adam Oates did. So, um, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, it's a crazy coaching carousel that, you know, I think that in a lot of positions that the GM has to look at ownership and go, I tried to do something. So I got rid of the coach. Okay. Now I can walk away from this. Right. Um, <laughs> because I mean, otherwise it's just, this coach goes to the next team, goes to the next team. And usually it doesn't really matter. Right. All right, well, Paul, you got anything else said? No, I don't think so. I think we, uh, yeah, we got a lot going there. We talked about some good stuff. Um, hope things are good in Minnesota. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's kind of getting warm here a little bit. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, it's cold most of the year around here, but uh, yeah, it's warming up here a little bit. I think it was like around the seventies today, so so not too bad. Oh, it's a heat wave, yeah. It's, that's yeah, golfing weather, right? You can golf in that. We should all get together sometimes. All the all the different. What, what do we got? Pizzas here, and then there's that chirp and DMV or whatever that other one is. We should just yeah. get a big clab, get all the different uh, Capitals uh, podcasts together, and just uh, shoot the shit when it comes to uh, Capitals hockey. Yeah, absolutely. I'm down for that. Uh, we'll have to. We'll, I'll, I'll wait till somebody organizes it. <laughs> no, I'll, if you guys are in, I'll see. Uh, I will see uh, what uh, the other guys do. I don't know that pizzas here podcast though. 
there's like six guys on that show. I don't even know if my uh, streaming account would handle all that. But in any case, <laughs> it was just kind of a crazy idea I had right now. Yeah, I think we can take like eight here on StreamYard or something like that. So uh, maybe re- one representative can come to the yeah. Yeah. trials. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awesome, man. Well, hey, Dan, it was awesome to uh, to talk to you about, you know, the Caps, hockey in general. He'll learn about you a little bit. And, uh, you know, I wish you the best of luck. It sounds like you're on uh, the upward tra- trajectory there at Locked On. Uh, you know, always a healthy rivalry, right? Oh, for sure. And uh, thanks, guys, for having me on. Uh, I like your podcast as well. So I think that there's there's room for a lot of different uh, Capitals podcasts. It's different points of view. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So one more time, why don't you just tell everybody where to, where to get you at? All right, so you can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. And then you can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. And then, of course, on all the uh, YouTube as well, it's uh, LockedOnCapitals. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, well, Caps Chirp. Locked on Caps Club. I guess that'll be it. Uh, we'll definitely have to be. We'll tweet at you and stuff when this thing gets released, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll go from there. I'm Perfect. super pumped to be watching the rest of this ongoing series. Paulie, any final thoughts? Uh, just uh, let's go abs. <laughs> <laughs> of course, bandwagoner. Yeah, that's all, right. all the way back to 2001. I'm riding those coattails too. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, Captions, until next week, Hockey Troll, Polly Cupcakes, and Dan Holmey, signing off. Thanks, guys. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Troll podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.